Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Back to the Root podcast, where we discuss urban culture. We challenge our generation with thought-provoking topics. And we stay rooted in truth to to grow grow our our expression. expression. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, what's up? We back on Back to the Root. You know what I'm saying? We're just two dudes who love Jesus. You know, we're just other other beggars, man. You know what I'm saying? Andy Mio says, I'm just a beggar showing y'all where the bread is. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's where Ben and I really feel ourselves that um, we're at because honestly, we're no better than anybody. You know what I'm saying? The, the greatest person in us is Jesus. And so we just pointed everyone back to Jesus and everything and every day in our lives. So we're just here. We hope you enjoy the conversations that we're having. We really, we love talking to each other and we're hoping that everyone is gaining something from what we talk about because if not, then me and Ben are just the ones enjoying it. But it's okay. <laughs> it's all good if it's just... Yeah, I love our podcast. For sure, man, for sure. And so, honestly, like I said, guys, I hope you guys get some encouragement. And we're just jumping right into it. You know, last last episode, we talked about uh, the album of Justin Bieber. We got to get into a little bit of the musical side. But also, it really brought out a topic um, in Ben that really sparked a conversation more of authenticity. We feel that um, we look to authenticity, whether it be in the church, whether it be um, in people, or even with Justin Bieber and the album. But I think more now, we just really want to touch on authenticity in each and every single one of us. Because I know personally for me, in this Christian walk, I've always looked for authenticity in leadership. I looked in authenticity in the church. You know, who is really walking like Christ? Who is really letting Christ lead? Because when men lead, that's when men fail. And so really just looking at the heart of people and being like, you know, who is truly led by Christ? And the same way in my life, I'm trying to be like that every single day. You know, authenticity to me means humbling ourselves to the foot of the cross and letting the Lord lead in every single decision, in every single way to know that it's not us, but it's all about Christ. And he is the one who is really in charge. And so I think for today, we just really want to dig into the, what does authenticity look like for to Ben and to myself? And so you guys can really, even if you guys are listening, you guys want to pitch in, even message us of what you feel authenticity would be, we'll be very much open to it. But Ben, man, what, is what does authenticity mean to you? You know, um, I think to be authentic is, it's an identity question of, to me to be authentic is to really know yourself and know who God created you to be. And um, that's that's a lifelong question that you figure out about yourself, right? That, um, you know, if, you're, if you ask yourself, like, who, who am I? You know, you know, the verse, who am I, that you're mindful of me? You know, that God, I, I ask that to God all the time. But it's, it's this idea that, you know, if you're going to be authentic, if, if I'm going to be authentic, then I want to represent something. I want to reflect something. And I think we were authenticated uh, the day that God chose to make us in his image and reflect who he is. And so, you know, and I just feel like for me, the Lord constantly shows me that I'm authentic. Ah, it's hard to say that word. <laughs> I'm authenticated, authenticated uh, through his goodness, through how he shows me, yeah, who I am and what he has for me, his plans that he has for me. 
I feel like I'm starting to preach, but I'm just being honest. Like I, I've constantly asked my asked the Lord and myself, like, am I being authentic? Am I being who you called me to be? And I think the Lord always affirms that, confirms that through other people. Like, people literally saying to me, bro, you're so authentic. <laughs> it's like, okay, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, Or whatever. And it's like, I think, man, just God is constantly having me grow to understand from uh, even just this morning, I wrote on my Instagram uh, story. I think I wrote something like, uh, to, to be authentic, just be who you are and let God do the rest. And it's, yeah, right? Because there's a lot that we have to be dependent on God for. And um, yeah, if that makes sense. To me, that's what it means to be authentic. We're just, we're representing God. Uh, we're knowing who we are. We're confident in who we are. And no lie from the enemy can take us away from that. I think that actually brings up a good point that I want to make. And then, Ben, you can speak into this a little bit. But a lot of people, especially even outside of the church and even inside, might feel like they need, they need to be perfect. You know, perfect image. Because if we're not a perfect image, then people are going to look at us and be like, oh, they're going to call us hypocrites. They're going to call us this and that. We have to be perfect because God is perfect. But that's not actually what the Bible says. The Bible says that God is not looking for, for, for perfection. He's looking for obedience. He's looking for people to follow him, to drop everything and just go and be his disciple. But a lot of times I think that we tend to put an image to us because we think we have to be that image bearer for Christ. But at the same time, God is just calling for authentic people to just come to him. And just come as they are so that he can mold them and shape them into the person that he wants them to be. And so, I don't know. I, I just thought about that right now. And I think that that's just, that, that can really open up at least me to, uh, to think more as to be like, because I know personally for me that sometimes I struggle with the identity of I need to be perfect all the time. I need to be the one to be able to, you know, stand in righteousness 24-7. I need to be the one, but... So I focus on doing instead of being. I think that, and I think that's where a lot of people are stuck because then I come back, I'm like, no, 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 God, work inside of me because I'm so messed up and I am so in need of you that I can't just put up an image and expect everyone to respect that. I have to allow your image to flow through me in my life daily. So, I mean, so in, in this instance, Ben, what, what are you feeling from what, what I said? I mean, do you agree with it? Do you think that there, do you want to add a little bit more to it? Or do you be like, Brian, you're crazy? <laughs> yeah, um, I got a few things to say. I think I'll share a little bit just personally. Like, you know, I've been, I've been able to travel the world. I've had a lot of experiences. You know, it's been great. Life's been awesome. Uh, but one thing that's been a constant battlefield is my mind. It's constantly been warred over, and there's. it's mostly been insecurities. It's mostly been a challenge to my character, to my identity, lies even from the enemy to try to stop me from growing and, know, growing and knowing who I am, right? That, you know, God, God has made me authentic. God has given me a purpose, a plan for my life, a calling. And I think even 
me as a Christian, even some of my theology or the way I was taught was like a lot of my calling was wrapped up in who I was, right? Like titles or what you're going to do, be a missionary, be a pastor. I'm going to pastor a church one day, like these kinds of things. And, and I'll tell you what, when you, when you become fully dependent on a promise that God gives you a title, that God gives you some, some, you know, he authenticates you to have some part of a title or a part of responsibility, let's just say responsibility of who he's called you to be, um, we can really let ourselves down, right? And, uh, you know, we can say I'm not worthy enough uh, to be a pastor or I, I still have these things in my life that I need to get through before I, I'm, you know, I'm honorable enough uh, to be a pastor or be, we, we, we almost put... Um, you know, callings and, and things that God has for our lives on a pedestal, um, you know, and even the world, even the church, both the world and the church, we all, we do this in whatever it is, it's career or it could be ministry, um, you know, we, we worship really um, people that we're supposed to become in the eyes of others when to me to be authentic means to know who you are as a son and daughter in God and be intimate with him. Like everything has to stem from that place. God dependence, being, knowing that he called you out of your willingness, not out of your talents or abilities, right? I'm big on that, right? I love talent. Like my whole ministry is based on finding people with talents and, and doing things in the secular world and you know doing things with excellence in the arts. But still, yeah. And, and but still, even in that, like to be authentic, like what we're looking for in character in people is like you know it has nothing to do with what they what they're good at, right? Like here here's something. Ready? We we can really worship or really idolize uh, athletes, right? And this goes for anyone, but I'm just gonna specifically say athletes. Okay, but let me tell you something. No matter how good an athlete gets, how much success they have, how much money they make, um, at the end of the day, the followers, the fans of those, those athletes, they look to the character of that person more than they do anything else. And so someone in the, ath in the athletic world could be superstar, all-star, world champion, Olympian champion, and then they cheat on their wife. Right? What happens? People challenge the authenticity of that person they, 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 because they, they actually challenge the very character of that person. And it's like, man, that person really let me down. Like, in that moment, it doesn't matter what they've accomplished, right? And so I think I'm hitting at a lot of different things here, but to stay focused, to me, it's like, um, you know, to be authentic is to know your character, the character of Christ. We're supposed to be imitators of Christ right? Know what that looks like on a daily basis. To know who we are, uh, to be authentic is to reflect God, right? His image. And so we should be pursuing whatever it means to be intimate with God so that he can teach us how to reflect him greater. And if we can do that, we can be successful and people will see the authenticity in our talents, in our career, in our success, in who we are as a person. Uh, just by even looking at us if we're close with God.
Now, hey, man, Ben, you're bringing a lot of questions out of me. So, so let me throw this out here real quick. What if God chose to look at us the way that people look at how the way people look at each other? Imagine that. Imagine, let's say that in this instance, we we take an example. Uh, ben and I were talking about this before. We take an example of Kobe Bryant. Kobe, the Mamba. You know, this dude did everything. You know what I'm saying? He he broke all types of records. He was the man, the myth, the legend. But let's say he did something specifically. It could have been anything, and then his, I, I don't know, he could have, he, he could have done it, stole or anything like that, no matter what, lied to people, and then people's, the way people look at Kobe would be totally different, but he's the greatest. He's the Mamba. How can anyone look at differently at the Mamba? But if Kobe does something that people don't agree with, what happens at that point? People look at that, and then whatever eyelids they had on him before, the lights they had on, on him before, they're no longer there anymore because now they're questioning his character. What if the same way, every single time you did something, God looked at you in that same lens that you look at people and placed that same judgment on you, none of us would be alive. None of us. Because God would judge every single person the way that we should be judged. We're evil people. We're not good people. And it shows in our character every single time. So even something as little as that can pop up. Even what's happened in the world with racism, anything like that, with hate, with uh, lying, anything like that brings out the nature of a person's heart. And we judge one another and we look at uh, one another and just speak death on people. We, we speak lies on people. What if God acted the same way? That's why the reason why I asked this question, because we have to really think to ourselves that how much love does God have for us that he could do all the same things we do to each other, but he chooses to forgive us. He chooses to love us. And then what does God say? Do as I do. Be as I am. But then we stop and we're like, oh, forgive that person. I don't know, God. You know, or hey, I gotta, I gotta put that, what? I gotta turn the other cheek. God, I, I don't know about, it's all about authenticity, being authentic through Christ. And so that's why the word of God says that the walk of a Christian is not an easy one, but it's one that is worth it. It is worth it to walk this path, but also means that we have to be like Christ. And being like Christ is being authentic. Like Ben was saying, the connection is there. So any single time we think about acting out, out of authenticity through Christ, we got to think to ourselves, what if Jesus did the same thing to us? What if God looked at us in the same way that we're looking at people? That's tricky though too, right? Because now you're making me think about things because like, I think the character of Christ is... He was, he was pretty confusing at some points. I'm gonna be honest. Like he wasn't always the easiest dude to understand. And I have to bring up one thing that I think about that to me, even two thousand whatever plus years later, hasn't really changed. And that is, righteous people. Oh, let me. People think that people who think they're righteous judging other people that think they're righteous. Okay. Uh, let me let me kind of word it like that. Right. Um, or sanctified people who judge people who are not. It's um. Let's I'm gonna it. say this and let's see how. Let's it goes do it. Right. <laughs> it's a pretty underdeveloped thought. <laughs> Jesus was very compassionate towards the homeless, the sick. You know, Bobby and all the demons he had in him. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like he loved Jesus was a lovable guy. He was stern with his disciples at points where you thought like, man, does. Jesus is really annoyed with these dudes. <laughs> but he also really loved them. 
But then you see this other side of Jesus that um, he wasn't very nice. Um, and that was to the Pharisees and obviously the people who killed him. So they were never really friends um, at all. And so you got Jesus who's hugging someone and healing the blind. And then he's got, you know, someone saying, you know, he's going up, turning up tables and throwing stuff around. and You know what I mean? Like, so there's, there's different sides uh, to Jesus where he did judge righteously. But I think it's hard for us not being God um, to, to judge that same way. And I think that is what has transcended or kind of translated over even all these years a lot is what you see, especially on media. Now that we have social media, right, is a lot of Christians judging other Christians for their authenticity, right, of character, of how they should believe in God and pretty much everything else, right? And so it just makes me wonder a little bit of like, are people, are Christians who judge other Christians in the character of Christ still when they do that? So, you know, are they are they true to character, like being authentic in Christ to say, hey, brother or sister, I need to check you on this, you know, or rebuke you or use the heavenly R word, right? <laughs> rebuke you on this. Because um, I'm going to be honest, pretty much almost all the time I ever see those kind of messages, and they're not directed towards me, by the way. I've not had a lot of that kind of conflict myself, but seeing other people direct those things, to me, when I've seen the majority of those kind of comments, that person is totally in the wrong. No, no, I think that's good. I'm glad that, Ben, uh, you brought that up because there, there's two sides of God. There's God who is loving and of mercy, and there's God who is righteous judgment. And we see that. You know what I'm saying? We see that as, um, like Ben was saying, with the Pharisees, he said, you brood of vipers. Like, he, he called them out with, no, he was like, ah, I'm going to say it as it is. Like, and these, the Pharisees knew the scriptures, they knew the text, but they didn't have a relationship with Christ. So you see how Jesus acts with people who don't have a relationship with him to people who have a relationship with him. And so, and people who are mainly like, like the Pharisees who they know it, but they won't live it. So they're too much in themselves to think, oh, I know everything that's, I know everything in here, you know, whereas the difference with the disciples, they knew that once Jesus said, come follow me, they knew who he was. And so they humbled themselves and walked with him and in through that relationship, they became authentic at the end. And so I think it's, I think that's the biggest question. Are Christians nowadays, are we living the Bible in saying that we judge one another to lift each other up? Or are we judging one another to show that we're right and the other person is wrong? I think there's a lot of, and I, I think that that's an ongoing conversation. Honestly, I've seen the same thing. We should never judge anyone to prove ourselves right. Like we should judge Think we should judge things that are wrong or sin that's wrong in people yep. to draw them closer to God. Amen. That's actually the motive, right? If you're judging someone to correct them, let me correct you because you're wrong. You're already your your motive is already in pride, and you're already doing it for the wrong motive, and probably it's not gonna go that well. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. Um, you know, the, the even going back to the Jesus thing, yeah, I could say too that like obviously he responded with them because he knew that they weren't going to receive him, and they were prideful. Every every occasion, every encounter that Jesus had with the religious authorities, they always were blind and totally acting out of pride, so much that they were prideful enough to choose a murderer over him and get him crucified and killed him, right? So, I mean, the reality is they, 
they were prideful, and so that to me that goes to, yeah that's that you know to be authentic <laughs> means that you have to be humble because to really know yourself you have to surrender like all your pride to God to really know who you are pride is an inhibitor pride is something that will hold you back from knowing who you truly are it will um i mean that's how the devil tempted jesus right he tried to tempt him yeah, Jesus was, he was, you're the son of God. You're the son of, if you're just, if you're truly, you know, the son of God, then, you know, turn this stone into some subway. Let's eat fresh, you know? Like, it's reality. And uh, he was challenging Jesus' identity. But Jesus was authentic because he knew that he lived by the word. He lived by God, right? He knew uh, he wouldn't compromise who he he was born to be i think that uh your point man i think it's great i think that may if you can get anything from this whoever's listening humbleness bible talks about the meek shall inherit the earth and i, I love the parable that jesus points uh to when he says there's a pharisee who went and prayed and he said lord thank you that i'm not like this person thank you i'm not like the tax collector thank you that i'm so and the tax collector doesn't even lift his face up to the heavens because he knows and he humbles himself to know he is nothing without Christ. And that is the image that Christ is saying that we have to be like that tax collector. Not like the prideful uh, Pharisee who is just boasting about me. Oh, it's all about me because pride comes before the fall. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it's a thing where it's just like if you can get anything to how to be authentic, first it's humbleness. That's the first step. It's humbling yourself to know it's not about you. It's not. I'm sorry for the wake-up call, but it's really, it's really not. And the moment that you realize that it's not about you and it's all about Christ, that's the first step to being authentic. What's the next step at that point? The next step will be you have to come to another episode to find out what the next step is. There you go. plugging it. Uh, let, let, me, let me add on that real fast, but being humble, like, you know, you're totally right, Ryan. Um, I mean, it's a constant challenge every day to walk in humility, and sometimes we fail. We fail miserably, <laughs> and sometimes we do a good job. And the reality is we're constantly going to be faced with that choice. But, um, you know, if you're humble enough to receive, you know, this challenge from God to be who you are, come to him as you are, like God is only looking for willingness. Um, that's the only thing that, that's the only and most important thing that qualifies you to become an authentic son and daughter of Christ is just to be willing, be willing to know who he is so he could show you who you are. That's it. Ben, do you just want to pray? I just feel like we just need to pray right now. Which Anyone who's listening to us, if you can just just pray, pray, pray in accordance with us to what Ben is going to say. But during this day, like, let's just pray more for authenticity, for humbleness, to know that it's all about Jesus. So Ben, if you could just pray. Yeah, God, like, me and Brian are just two other dudes trying to grow. Yeah, we're just two simple guys trying to grow and stay connected to the root, to the truth, to the word, which is you, Jesus. We pray, Father God, that everyone listening will just know, be convicted and challenged, be moved uh, by your spirit, God, that you love them just how they are. You've called them right where they're at, and you will do everything in them 
that they need you to do. You will use them. You will change them. You will transform them. You will renew their minds. You will give them every good thing from up above, God. You will be their provider, Lord God. You will open the doors that need to be opened, God. You will show them the person when they look in the mirror to be proud of, not to be shameful of, God. You will take away the guilt, Lord, and give grace, God. You will give them everything, Lord God, because there's nothing that you lack because you are goodness, Father God. Your eternal goodness. You, you, you've given us the eternal gift of Christ Jesus, Father God. I pray right now that you would open our hearts, Lord, that we could grow greater in knowing the authority authentic us, who we are, who you've called us to be. And I just say to you as you listen to this, just ask God every day when you wake up, Lord God, please teach me more to be like you and teach me how to know myself more the way you see me. In Jesus' name, amen. So guys, at the end, ask that question, God, how do you see me? Be real with God. Take that time with God to say, God, how do you see me? So yeah, guys, as always, guys, stay rooted. And keep growing. Boom. See you later, guys.